It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. We at Fatanize pay our respect to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land. Is this thing on? Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Fatinized Podcast. I am your host, Jenny Lynch, here with you to talk about the issues, taboos that comes with being a fat bitch. And we are here today with someone that I have been following on Insta, on TikTok for a while now, and I have been loving what she's been doing. She has a fabulous business that we need to talk about that actually caters to plus size people. It is the fabulous Holly Richards from Ample Folk. Hello, my dear. How are you? Hi. What a beautiful intro. Thank Why, you. Thank you. Why, thank you. I am so excited to have you on. And I'm just so thrilled for the listeners to find out what you're doing because it's literally like I feel like you've solved a problem we so many fat people have had, but we just never thought, oh, we could actually get the big actually fix this problem. Like, it's just love it, love it. Let's, I want to get right into it. Ample folk, my dear. Yes. Tell me, let's, so firstly, do you want to tell listeners what exactly Ooh. is this business and like how, how did this begin? Oh gosh, it's quite a story. So strap yourselves in. Okay, um, right. <laughs> I, I'm obviously um, I am a fat person. I identify as fat. Like, I am happy to use that word. And I've been fat my entire life. Um, and I actually started the business Ample Folk um, looking to solve activewear problems. So I'm actually in the process of creating a, a radically adjustable sports bra for plus size women. I know I know it's a lot um up to a size uh 32 34 so um yeah but it's yeah look it's in the works and uh, who would have thought it's really hard to create a sports bra so it's been like nearly two years of R&D and development which has been just like torturous um and I've had all these millions of other ideas for like quicker easier compared mm. problems to solve um, as I've kind of been going and waiting to launch this business. And I was like, fuck it, let's just launch one of them. Like I need a fucking towel now. I need it like yesterday. And so I just decided to see if other people wanted it too, because I don't know about you, but I feel like I have always just felt like it's just me that struggles with stuff. Mm. Like I'm yeah. like, well, there's something wrong with me. Like everyone else can find a towel. I'm just fucked. Like it's my body. That's the problem. And, or, you know, like belts, I can't find belts or like seat belts, that kind of thing. Like I always just assume it's me. And so I was kind of part of this um, like startup program and they were like, we need you to kind of test your audience. So I was like, yeah, fair enough. At the moment I'm just solving for me. And so um, I launched this pre-sale campaign um, to see if anyone else wanted to buy some plus size towels. And turns out they did. We sold out in 24 hours, which was really uh -huh. exciting. 
Oh, I was so excited for you that you sold out so quickly, but at the same time pissed off because I was like, damn it, I missed out. I know, sorry. I had so many people message me actually being like, oh my God, I didn't know about the towels, damn it. I now I need to know about the wait for the next pre-sale. It's just such a good idea that you've done this, honestly, like with the plus size towels. So how big are the towels exactly? Like, Good question. Um, So the first drop was actually only two metres. So that will be the smallest towel we'll do. Mm. Two metres across, um, like wide, obviously, and then one metre in length, which is Mm. one metre is kind of like a standard towel. So that's that's like kind of average, I guess. Mm. Um, But most towels sort of only go to 140 centimetres. And this one goes to two metres, but I actually want to go up to 220 centimetres because that, for me, will include more bodies and also just personally for me will be just a little bit more comfortable. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, like small business woes, um, the first drop, um, I kind of had to go with whoever I could find who would do it. It was really hard to find a supplier and someone to work with on this. Yeah, I tried probably 15 to 20 suppliers onshore offshore everything yeah it's it's been really hard um much harder than I thought it would be to be honest actually Mm -hmm. like it's a towel how hard can it be right but yeah yeah. I had no idea wow no neither did I (laughs) and it's also crazy like when you're I've seen you like your post talking about like the towels and like you know just like it's like you said it's hard to get them manufactured but it's just so simple increase Mm. them by so many centimeters Mm -hmm. one way and the other way and you can actually cater to everyone and it's not just plus size people it also caters to small mid-sized people as well absolutely like it's not like, it's not like these towels are o- only for plus size people it's exactly everyone. so why doesn't everyone just have bigger towels well it's- this is it right like who's gonna say no to a bigger cozier towel like that's just mm-hmm. ridiculous of course everyone wants to be wrapped up in a cozy towel so i figured like yeah i mean look to be honest i really i i go so back and forth on the term plus size because Really? Well, Mm. I just, it's so tricky because like, I want us to have stuff for us and our bodies, Mm. but I also want us to feel like we're included in the narrative always. And we're not kind of considered this outside market that shouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, why can't everything just be for everyone? And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm. it's it's so it's so interesting with the labels because like yeah, then it feels like is that like separating us the bit? Yeah, and that, but then that then that's the same with fat. Like there are some yeah. people I've spoken to there in the plus size community. They like the word fat. They don't like the word fat. Like plus mm-hmm. size, don't like plus plus size. It's very interesting. Like how the words have so much weight to them. Yeah. No pun intended. No exactly. pun, in, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. It's really tricky and it's really nuanced and it's so personal. It's so personal. I mean, I think everyone has a right to feel whatever they want to feel about certain words. Um, I just try and make the most people I can feel comfortable, is I guess what I mean. Like, you know, I'd love to use the word fat all the time, but I know that not all of my customers or my audience necessarily are comfortable with using that word so I don't want to force them into it if that makes sense yes no that's so true I did like a survey on my platform a couple months ago asking people that identify as plus size or fat like do which do they prefer to use and a lot Mm -hmm. of people don't like using fat which I just Mm. found so interesting because I'm just like oh yeah I'm a fat bitch like I have a podcast (laughs) called fatted ice exactly yeah it's just so it just it's just so interesting how yeah different people associate with the words yeah 
But yeah. anyway, that was a tangent. I knew I knew for sure there'll be many tangents in this conversation. As <laughs> sorry. soon as I met you, as soon as I met you online, I'm just like, oh yeah, we're gonna talk for ages. Yes. Oh my but, god, I'm so sorry. I'm the worst. Yes. No, 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 no. It's a <laughs> podcaster's dream, honey. It's all good, all good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so obviously your pre-sale sold out of these towels. Mm-hmm. What has been the reactions though, like from messages you've gotten, like, you know, followers discovering your page? What's that that's mm-hmm. been like? I, oh my God, I'm going to start crying. I, I, it has been so overwhelming and so emotional. I can't, I truly thought that my mum would buy some towels and my best friend and maybe a few other people who'd been on my wait list for a while who'd been supporting me. But I just, the influx of messages, even people who didn't buy, who just said, thank you so much for thinking of us. And um, Brody Lancaster um, actually said, um, she she called it thoughtful design and I just thought that oh, was I love that that really touched me because I I just thought like I mean it's so simple I just added you know 50 centimeters to a towel but but it's sort of like yeah, that is it it's like we need thoughtful pieces that mm-hmm. are built for varying body shapes and that people just need to bloody think about what it's like to live in a body that's different from well, not the norm, but the average, let's mm. say, well, not even the average, the average is a size 18, but anyway, that's not matter. Um, <laughs> that's all other conversation. <laughs> that's all other conversation. But yeah, so everyone's been really, really wonderful. And, and it's, I must say that um, for me, the highlight has been connecting with people in my DMs and just having conversations about how that maybe that this might help them on their journey to body acceptance. Um God willing, we all get there one day and that, you know, it's just nice to be able to walk around your bloody house without, you know, having to worry about a boob popping out or, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah, it's been really beautiful. And, yeah, that is so true. Like, because I just always just thought this is just a problem I'm always going to have. You can't really complain about it. It's not the worst thing in the world. Like, you know, you, you always just feel like it's not the like I think it's because fat people we there's so many issues we got to deal with we're just like mm. a towel not fitting us what's new like yeah. I think yeah. I think that's the kind of thought I've always had and yeah as soon as I saw your towels I'm just like oh my god yes I can finally <laughs> go from my bathroom to my bedroom with just a yeah. towel on because yeah because yeah, other because otherwise you're just like okay which would I rather flash my neighbors would I rather flash my neighbors <laughs> my tits or my ass which totally. is it gonna be a hundred percent it's the choice yes. of both right uh-huh. or like sometimes I like to drape like whatever clothing I have with me over the bit that's oh, open yes. like but you know what's been so funny and like I feel like I'm just like I don't know in recovery from towel trauma is that like <laughs> uh, I still forget I still let it hang loose like I forget that I can actually do it up. Like, like it can actually go around me and sit there nicely. Like, yeah. so I'm kind of walking around my house with it, like kind of draped open. And my husband's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, seriously, like I'm just this muscle memory of it not being able to fit. Like I, I'm not mm-hmm. accepting it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just so, so excited until like we can all get one. Like I'm so, so, so keen. And finally that means I can get changed in my bedroom, not just my bathroom because it gets so <laughs> hot in there after you shower. Oh, what? oh my gosh. It, Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. Mm. And also I think what would be amazing like if these towels can not just be in like, you know, people's homes, but like mm. say at um, – beauty uh like beauty salons yep. and massage salons that kind of thing as well yep. because 
so often like say if i go get a massage or go like or go to like a spa kind of thing mm-hmm. the towels never fit they are yep. so tiny and it's yep. just like look i love my body i know i love showing off and stuff but when a stranger is doing things to my body trying to make me relaxed i can't help but be so subconscious and be like everything's hanging out right now you told me yep. to cover up and i can't cover up right now <laughs> <laughs> but that's it and, and then it kind of only caters to people who are kind of okay with maybe being a little bit more accepting of their bodies and that's mm. probably a pretty small percentage of us like yeah. personally for me i won't even subject myself to it like I'm a size 28 to 30. So um, I'm, you know, I'm a super fat. So I'm sort of like, I I can still get some clothes in plus sizes, but like I'm on that larger end. And so there's no way in hell a robe or a towel is going to fit me in a massage parlor. So I'm just not going to go. Um, and so it's just, it's so difficult. It's so difficult to um, feel like you're accepted in the world when something as simple as a towel and a fucking massage parlor doesn't even fit. Mm, yeah. So I have to ask, how did you even start like the idea of, because I swear, I've, I don't know if you've had this conversation with other um, plus size people. Mm-hmm. I've had so many conversations with people when they, you know, talk about like, say how hard it is to get uh, like clothes that fit them or just yeah. like anything. And they always go like, oh, we should start a business. We should start <laughs> a business and actually make clothes. Mm. How did it, because I assume you've had that conversation a million times with other fat friends. Right, how, yeah. How did you actually then go from the point, be like, you know, fuck it, I'm going to actually like start this. <laughs> like how did how did that went over from like, you know, like a conversation with your friends to then mm. serious, let's, let's do this? Yeah, that's a really good question. Look, um, like all fat people, I have had, like I've always thought like, oh my God, I should just design plus size clothes. Like mm. ever since I was so, so young. Um, ever since internet shopping began really. Um, uh, but honestly, I was, I was actually a journalist for about um, 12 years working at newspapers and then magazines in Sydney. And um, I started, actually started an MBA. So I started doing um, my master's in business at UNSW and I sort of got halfway through and it was the middle of the pandemic or just had just started really. And I lost all my freelance work as a journo. And I was like, thank God, because I hated it. I was so (laughs) over it and I was so ready for a change. And I was kind of in this turmoil, right? Like it was the middle of the pandemic. We're in lockdown. I didn't have an income. I didn't have a job. I was studying. Like I felt like I was, you know, 19 again. Um, And then I got this email um, from the university saying, um, calling all women who have uh, entrepreneurial ideas or startup ideas to enter this competition. And I was like, holy shit, do I dare, do I dare enter this competition with this bloody plus size bra that I've had in the back of my head for years and years and years. I had just started exercising, like, and I mean properly exercising, like Mm. not punitive, not like how I'd been exercising when I was dieting for years and years where I'd like go to the gym every day and like run until like I was vomiting kind of thing. And just purely with the goal of weight loss, this was exercising where it was like gentle movement, actually listening to my body, more intuitive, and I had gotten to the point where I, I wanted to buy a sports brand and there literally isn't one in my size. It doesn't exist. Um, and I was like, anyway, long story short, I'm getting um, sidetracked by myself. <laughs> yep. I entered this competition and, and ended up winning the pitch competition at the end of it. And um, oh, wow. yeah. And so just kind of went from there and went, okay, this is, um, there is 
something here. It is not just me. Again, I went into it thinking it was just me who had this problem, assuming that there was something wrong with my body and no one else's, um, you know, kind of thing. But um, I, I guess I did that whole typical um, women, people who identify as women thing where we feel like we need to go and get explicit, you know, um, qualifications in order to allow us to go and start a business. So I did feel like I needed to go and do a business degree. But I must say that it really helped. It meant that I had, um, I actually used my degree to kind of like flesh out the business. Like I, um, I kind of used it to um, test different elements of it, build the financial plan, all of that kind of stuff, um, which, you know, all of that to say though, that you don't need a business degree to start a business, not mm. by any stretch oh, yeah. of the imagination. Um, but for me personally, I just, I felt like I needed to go away and like learn these skills so that I could then apply it to what I was truly passionate about, which is, solving plus size people's problems I love that so much oh, that's so <laughs> exciting and that's and that's how you started it by doing that pitch that is I had yeah. no idea that's so exciting yeah <laughs> another tangent because as soon as you said that you were a journalist I'm just like mm. oh I have questions <laughs> oh boy, have questions boy. buckle up as someone that's a fat <sighs> person myself as a journalist what was it like being a fat bitch and a journalist because that has been something in the back of my head ever since I started my journalism degree being like, shit, is anyone going to hire me? Cause I'm not skinny and pretty. Like, how do I, oh. <laughs> I can just feel your brain. Like, oh, mate. thoughts. we have, how many hours have we got this podcast for, right? <laughs> Honestly. So I will start by saying mm-hmm. I went to see a dietitian in my first year of university um, because I was still on the weight loss diet train, um, still brainwashed. And I went to this dietitian and they said, you will not get a job as a journalist if you don't lose weight. Stop. She looked me in the face and said, there's no way anyone will hire you. Wow. And I was, and I think she thought it would be motivation. I don't know. But oh my God. me being me, I felt the opposite. I was like, well, fuck you. I'm going to go and do it anyway. Um, then went straight to Macca's. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and I, yeah, so that honestly, that was the start of my career being told like, you won't even get a job. So, but I'm a bit of a, I'm a little bitch. And I was like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Um, and so I did, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what? It was really hard. I, I got my start from a really amazing, um, journalist at the Sunday Times in Perth um, working in the fashion department actually of all places but she was just really wonderful and I think she just saw something in me I don't know um, and sort of gave me my first paid gig which was just freelancing Um, and then that led to my actual first proper full-time role at the West Australian in Perth but that was where like pretty much immediately I came up against fat phobia like big time like um, I won't say who but there was like someone quite high up who I had a lot to do with um, who was incredibly fat phobic and would make comments about larger bodies, big bodies, fat bodies, fat people um, with me in meetings and then sometimes call me out and say, sorry, Holly, um, you know, and like it was like it was very, very obvious <laughs> um, from day one. And then to be honest, things only really got worse because I then moved to Sydney and went into magazines and I worked for TV Week, which wasn't as bad. Um, but then I went to new idea, which was, I know, I know it was so hard. And like, I was at 
I was in such a horrible, not horrible place. I was in such a tricky place in my career and that I was like in my late twenties, um, really ambitious, really wanting to like prove myself and reject my fat identity, you know, like I really, I wanted everyone to see everything except my body. Um, but naturally like that was all they saw because that's what they were looking for. You know, that's the whole point of a magazine like that is to, I guess, objectify people, right? Like that's, that's the point. Um, and so, yeah, it was, I didn't realize I was in such an unhealthy place for me personally at the time. And it wasn't anyone's fault other than just the world. It's not like there was one person or anything in, in those organizations at all. Like my bosses were actually all pretty great. Yeah. It was more um, just the industry itself and just, just the like culture. the whole, yeah, the culture, the whole idea of um, looking at women, women's bodies, people's bodies. I mean, poor old Jonah Hill, let's not get started on what's happened to him. But yeah. Um, yeah. And so also throughout all of that, my weight fluctuated dramatically, you know, like I went on really, really intense, um, you know, crash diets. I, I won't say kilogram number, but I lost a lot of weight and then gained a lot of weight and then lost a lot of weight. So there was a lot of weight cycling as well, which obviously just stuffed me up big time because I then tied my success to losing weight, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah, looking back now, I can see how toxic it was, but like at the time I just had no idea. I thought I was just, I don't know, trying to prove myself, I guess, trying to succeed. I must admit, even though I feel like obviously just so much sadness that you had to deal with yeah. that and for 12 years. I know. It, I have never, like I've wanted to be a journalist ever since I was in high school. And yeah. in the back of my head, I just always thought, you're too fat, you're too fat. Like, you know, when you're watching TV and you got the news on the TV, like you never see fat people reporting. Mm-mm. In newspapers, like the people that write the articles and they're not fat either, like so many and but so I just always thought it was just me and I was just like is there something wrong with me is this really not the career for me and like Uh -uh. I remember I did when I was at university I did some this was an eye-opener I did some (gasps) internships yeah Mm -hmm. and um firstly I was an idiot because I was just like oh you know what I'm gonna do internships at three tv stations so it looks better on my resume I don't know why I did that because I thought quantity over quality wow you you must have been so tired (laughs) I was so stressed ask my partner I was a horrible human being during those two months but anyway I did um some internships at some news stations I won't Mm. say but we all know what the mainstream news stations are (laughs) I have never felt so fat in my entire life when I was there. They, there was like the women there were just all thin and they all were just, I don't know. I just like, you know, when you like, you know, you're in in most spaces, you can at least see there's like some form of body diversity. There's some bodies Mm -hmm. that are a bit larger, a bit smaller and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I'd never been in a space where literally everyone looked exactly the same, exactly the same size. So true. no one would look at me like I like I understand I was an intern they got their own shit to do I get that but the other intern this was this one particular station I was at um the other intern he got all the attention he got all the assignments he got everything Mm -hmm. and he was this thin tall good looking guy yeah and because I was this fat girl who had a blazer that well you know was just trying to fit over tits I don't know I just (laughs) felt like I don't know. I just kind of felt invisible. I really did. Oh. And, and again, I know I was an intern, but it just, I could see though, this guy, he was getting everything and he yes. did half the work that I did. So yes. 
Yeah, it was just yeah. such an eye opener. It is, so, and that wouldn't have been in your brain. That wouldn't like mm, that would have been real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as soon as that happened, I'm just like, I do not want to be a TV news journalist anymore. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. And that's actually kind of why I started my platform that was formerly mm. the Nasty Woman Club and now Kaleidoscope News, because I just felt like I want to be a journalist, but none of the platforms I want to be in, newspaper, magazines, or TV, none of them really, I felt like I fit in really. I love yeah. it. I love it. <laughs> I'm so glad someone else understands. Truly, oh my God. I, there is, I, I, can I just really say truly, and I really mean this, mm. there's no way in hell I could have done that. Like, I think what you're doing oh, is incredible. And I don't like to use the word brave because it kind of maybe might belittle or, you know, it's not about that, but it's more, you, you just took it on upon yourself. I don't like the way this system works. I'm going to go and create something for myself. And that is just unbelievable. Oh, you're going to make me cry. It's true. <laughs> you should be so proud. Oh, like thank that you. alone in building a business is huge, but you know, to build it as a space that's, that's safe for minorities is just, yeah, we're so lucky. We're so lucky to have you. Oh, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> I, I needed that today because oh, I've had good. all the, I've had all these hateful comments that today no. I've got, oh, uh, Jordan Peterson's cult followers have gotten to my page. Oh. So, um, do you know, oh, and actually, no, you'd know this guy from someone, you, you being in the media industry. Um, what's his name? It was Isaac Butterfield. Oh, okay. I've yeah. have heard that name. Yeah. He shared a post of mine on his news feed last night oh. and he has like over 300,000 followers. Oh and no. Everyone now just come to my page and attacked me and it's just, so you saying those words have just made my day because that's what I needed because. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Not nice. Not nice experiencing a lot of hate. Like, but then at the same time, you're just like, these are idiots. Like it's just absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And you're not building this for them, right? Like they're exactly. coming to your space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're building this for people like me. And mm. so, mm. like, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but like I don't care about them. I care about me. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just glad you're doing it. Yes, yes. That should be the attitude I have. It'd be like, okay, this is not your little space. Go, go back to your little. Go back to your other space where a man has to take down women like Abby Chatfield, Clementine Ford, and I guess now oh. me to, for content because he has nothing else worthy that he can bring to the world. Like, Can yeah. I just say, though, what fantastic company to be in. I know, right? You know what? <laughs> yes. That Three weapons. Some, uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be that. Yeah, that's a good trio of people that are hated by Jordan Peterson fans. Sign me up. Love all three of you yes. so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, but yeah, no, honestly, those comments you said like that, just, yeah, it's what I needed today. Cause you know, when I'm you glad. just get, you know, when you get some hateful comments and you just go down a mm. rabbit hole and you're just like, Oh, yeah. I'm going to make sure I don't miss anything. Oh, maybe I just keep yep. going. Like all morning, my partner's just been like, babe, babe, what are you doing? Yep. Your phone? Are you scrolling? Are you doom scrolling? Yeah. It's so time. hard though. And like, to be perfectly honest with you, one of the reasons why I've kind of stopped myself up until recently from putting myself out there on social media is fear of trolls. Mm. And I've already copped so much, nothing compared to, to what you, you're copying at the moment, but it's just, it is horrific. And like, yeah. I know it's something we talk about, but I really don't think people realize just how awful it is and how frequently it happens. Yeah. 
it can yeah. just take such a toll and like some days you're just like man this is all right but then other days it's just like this is not really a good moment like because yeah I've just yeah. had yeah because I've just had I've just had a bit of a tough weekend I had zip pay steal money I had my implant no. broken my arm oh my god, oh yeah, my god. it's been it's been a weekend. <laughs> oh my god, my fr- oh my god, that I'm so scared about the implant. That sounds so scary. Oh my god, it feels so weird. Like it feels like to yeah. <laughs> sorry, people get grossed up. It gets like it's like right against the skin, and it's just caused Ooh. havoc in my body and all that fun. Yeah, sorry, I'm like letting it all out, all ranting for you. <laughs> no, love it, love it. I love you. Need it. Oh, this is therapy. Thank you. Yeah, this is therapy. Thank you. <laughs> oh, but what? So, so you said you received like. Sorry, yeah, we'll go back a few conversations. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one bringing all the tan- the tangents here. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so what is next then with your business then? You had mm. your pre-sale. You're working yeah. on the brass. What is next in the process of Ample? Actually, no, I didn't ask. What, what'd you, why'd you call it um, Ample Folk? Well, actually, there's a bit of a story there, but I'll keep it short. So we actually were (laughs) called Club Melon in the beginning, Mm -hmm. um, but there were some trademark issues. If anyone Ah. wants to start a business, please DM me because I I have a lot of advice around trademarks now. Mm. Um, So we had to actually rebrand and there were a whole bunch of names that we sort of had and Ample Folk kind of came out on top, but I wasn't really convinced. But now it just feels normal. Like it feels like it is it's ample folk like that's what it is um and I just wanted a name that was a bit more all-encompassing of different genders and different identities whereas Club Melon felt a little bit more um towards like you know women Mm. um and maybe not even people who were born as women you know that kind of thing so um I wanted to open that up a little bit more and I feel like ample folk does that Mm, I love that so what's next then for ample folk where are you at the stage now yeah so look we're still a while away from launching the sports bra it probably won't be until sometime in the first half of 2023 so the next year um we're also doing leggings too um I didn't know you're doing leggings yes. yeah leggings as well um yes. but since the pre-order of the towels a couple of weeks ago so many people asked me are you going to do robes and I had always planned to do them but not for ages so we've actually started work on them my pattern maker Jess is amazing she has just done the first pattern last weekend. So we're working on, um, yeah, plus size robes and also planning to do a um, another pre-order sale on some towels next month, so in December before Christmas. Yes. Um, yeah, that's the plan, to do a bigger order this time and to go for longer, hopefully, um, to allow more people to be able to pick it up. Um, so, yeah, that's the plan. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. Okay. You got to make sure you send me the details when you go to oh, the resale. I'll be promoting the shit out of it. Oh, thank the you. The robes. You have no idea how excited I am for robes. I've never, ever been able to find a robe that actually fits me. Especially over, the, especially over the, like, the most like recent, like say five years, I just keep my sizes, my body sizes yeah. just keep going up and up and up. So I keep yeah. having to be like, oh, now this robe. It didn't mm-hmm. fit me much now, but now it definitely doesn't fit me now. Oh, I'm going to get another one. Like That's it. So yes, another one. That's it. That could fit the titties. I need that a, fit the titties. I want one that can fit the titties. Yes. That's it. Oh, mate, I've got you. And, and yes. the thing is as well, like, it's just these, like, little things. They're not little, but, like, mm-hmm. it's luxury or it's it's comfort, you know, it's yes. coziness. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I've got lots and lots and lots of ideas of other products I, I'd love to launch too. It's just it, honestly a matter of 
trying to find the money. <laughs> my savings have taken a real beating and, um, you know, and, and, and getting my poor old pattern maker to, to work on them. You know, she's only one gal. So, um, but it's, yeah, there's lots of scope to do lots of things because I really think that we as plus size fat people, we just put up with so much shit that we don't need to. And mm. I just honestly never, I just really thought there was something wrong with me. And I always thought that I had to change my body to fit into wor- the world and into society, but I'm just done with that shit. And I just want us to have stuff that actually works and that we don't feel shame about, you know? Mm. Yeah, totally agree. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So... To finish off this episode, even though, honey, I could talk to you for so long. I know. You're my friend now. That's tough, tough shit. You're my friend now. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sign me up. Yes. I want to talk about our fave fat-friendly find of the week. Now, of course, Ample Folk is a big, like, massive, like, example of a fave fat-friendly find. But we want to talk about other ones, of course. What is your fave fat-friendly find of the week, my dear? Look, great question. I'm going to give you two answers, which is probably breaking the rules. Um, <laughs> one, okay, thank you. One is not a brand. I just want to give a shout out to the seatbelt extenders out there. I personally need a seatbelt extender. I'm, I don't know if everyone, you know, I mean, obviously everyone has different bodies. I get a lot of anxiety around going in Ubers. Um, I'm currently in Sydney. I live in Geelong, Victoria, and I'm currently in Sydney and having to get lots of Ubers everywhere. And I have just made the decision to buy myself a seatbelt extender, I don't have to use it every time, but just knowing it's there and that I can feel safe and secure if I need it, it just honestly, like I've got goosebumps thinking about it. It makes me just feel so much more safe and so much more, I don't know, less shame, I guess. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to quickly mention that and give people permission if they feel like, I just got it on Amazon. So just like, or eBay, just look it up on there. But um, I've I wanted never to thought say that. about that that many times because I live near the city in Brisbane and yeah. That many times, like with your own car, you get used to, That's it. okay, all right, the seatbelt, it fits if I just pull it this little bit of a uh-huh. way and then it does fit. And if I put it there, then it does fit on my boobs. You get used to it. You find That's a bit it. of a system to suit yep. it. But when you're in a complete stranger's car, mm-hmm. so often it will get stuck and then like you, then it might not even fit at all. Where does it yep. fit in your boobs? And then the Uber driver gets angry at you because obviously they can't yes. drive when you don't have your seatbelt on. Yep. I, it never came to my mind get a seatbelt extender like <sighs> fuck I know my I know. god I am realizing things today I'm Kylie <laughs> Jenner realizing things today oh my god get a seatbelt extender that is fabulous yeah yeah it's it's been a real game changer for me and like I mean honestly I even feel a bit of shame like saying this out loud but I'm in such a safe space like hmm. yeah it just it feels like you know I must say it feels like sometimes like I'm I'm failed like my body can't even fit a seatbelt kind of thing but I'm just like, fuck it. I need to go to A to B. Like I need to go to these meetings and fuck it. I need to be safe. You know, yeah. like it's just, yeah. Anyway, I, I just don't think it's too much to ask to be safe mm. in a car. Like I really don't. And so, yeah. you know, yeah, 
I'm giving everyone out there permission, go and get a seatbelt extender. I love that. And also the <laughs> thing is, also the thing is, seatbelts are not made for women. Like they literally no, that's it. that um in Sweden, they literally just made the first um test dummies that are based on female bodies. Mm-hmm. And test dummies have been around for decades. Oh my god, yeah, absolutely. So they're not made for female bodies, they're not made for people with large chests. Like Yep. I can't like I remember seeing on the news a while ago and this woman she got a big massive fire because her seatbelt was underneath her boobs and then she got a lot of shit online for it. It's just like, yeah, they don't fit our tits. Yeah. <laughs> like absolutely. In and the it's, way. <laughs> that's it. And like, I don't know if you got you've seen those um Instagram reels or TikToks about um fat women like talking about how if you don't have it over your hips it can you can actually die if you're in an accident mm-hmm. and it's not they're like not the seatbelt's not properly over your hips if it's too high it'll actually cut through you which is mm-hmm. so gruesome but yeah. it's true and so like we're actually in danger you know like these car companies are actually putting us in danger because they're not creating safety mechanisms for our bodies it's mm-hmm. like we're actually like it's it actually makes me angry but anyway <laughs> yes yes oh rage rage yes yes that is so, I, I need a deep dive that stuff. Because honestly, <laughs> like, anyway, I'm going to continue. I'm going to hold a hold of my energy and I'm going to put that out there. I'm going to, I'm going to look into that because that's right. just such bullshit. And yes, genius idea, seatbelt extender. And yes, we should not be embarrassed by it. But at the same time, we should not have to do it for just exactly safe. That's it. Car. Like, yeah, it's ugh. outrageous. Yeah. And then just quickly, I'll give a quick shout out to Soup Workwear. Um, Ooh, yes, yes, yes. I bought my first ever boiler suit from them at the A-plus markets in ah. Melbourne a couple of weeks ago. And I just love it so much. I can't believe that I could find something like that in my size. So super grateful if you're, uh, I think they got to a size 30. So, and I'm a true size 28, size 30. So it will fit. <laughs> Yay. Oh, yes. They've been recommended on here before and they're just fabulous. Yeah. Yes. Okay, my fave fat-friendly find of the week. I am trying to figure out what it is. This isn't a brand. This is a person that I actually want to recommend. They are someone that talks about plus-size issues a lot, say, on TikTok and Instagram. And they have been getting so much shit recently over some dress that they wore at a wedding. So I want to give them a shout-out, and that's Lacey Jade Christie. She just does so much amazing stuff on tiktok instagram and just talking about fat phobia fat fat shaming and oh she's just she's gone viral worldwide at the moment because basically basically she wore a white dress at a friend's wedding and there's all this context behind it but of course the internet doesn't care about context so let's Uh -uh. shame her um but yeah, I just want to give my full support to her and give a shout out to her and recommend that you all follow her on Instagram and TikTok. She just does so many amazing things and also great recommendations for plus size clothing. She has yeah. done this great, she's done these great videos where it shows like um, clothes that go up to a size 24 and then all the mm. brands that do that, clothes that go to 26 and so on and so on and so on. Like it's just, she's put so much work into what she does for the plus size community. So yeah. She's definitely my fave of the week. Yes. Yay. I love her so yes. much. Also, I think she's been shadow banned on TikTok. So like, I'm sure she'd appreciate a follow. Has she been shadow? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I saw last night. God, uh. they just, they just come for us, don't they? Yeah, they really do. How dare fat bodies exist on the internet? How <sighs> dare they? Mm, yeah. Even though we're the majority. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. 
So, my dear, where can people find you if they want to pre-order your upcoming next selection of towels? If they want to follow you, follow your journey, where can they see? Where where can they find you? Yeah. So, just www.amplefolk.com is our website. Uh, The pre-sales for December will open probably... I would say in the second week of December at this stage, and I'll give you a special code as well when that gets closer um, to give the Fat and Eyes listeners um, a discount to say thank thank you. And um, uh, follow us on TikTok, um, just Amplifolk or Instagram, Amplifolk as well. We're on all the social channels. So yeah, wherever you can find us. Ah, fabulous. Oh, well, thank you so much, lovely, for coming on to the show. You're stuck with me. I'm, I'm your friend now, by the way. Like uh, My dream come true. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I adore you and I adore your brand. And like, I, yeah, I need to rant with you about many, many things. We need to have a drink one day. That's what we need to have. Amen. Yes. We need a cocktail. We need a rant. I need to like deep dive into your brain of like your experience here in the journalism industry. Oh my Lord. Oh, I need to hear. I could imagine there's some stories, but oh yeah, big thank you for coming on, and just big thank you for just just being the genius mind that you are, coming <laughs> up with these products that actually cater to plus size people. And as that person, I forget who it was that said it, but as the person perfectly described it, like thoughtful designs that literally yeah. is just that should just be your by fire thoughtful designs. Yeah, so just oh, big that thank you, lovely. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a life highlight. Aw, thank you. And thank you so much, listeners, for tuning into this episode and listening to our fabulous guest talk about Ample Folk. I will make sure to keep you all updated with Ample Folk's next pre-sale. I will make sure to do that, and all the details will be in today's show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you give us a rating and review, and I will see you all next week. Bye. We at Fatanize pay our respect to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land.